When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. Broadcasting from beautiful Burbank, California, this is the Knapsack Files, and I'm Ken Knapsack for another edition of The Three Things. That's right, I've got three things on my mind about holiday gift-giving tips. That's right. You probably already went Christmas shopping. I haven't gone yet. But Christmas is around the corner. That might be the holiday you're buying gifts for. There might be, It might be Hanukkah going on right now at the time of this recording. Hanukkah has begun. Did you buy gifts for that? I don't know. Maybe there's another reason you want to buy gifts. Maybe you're one of the unfortunate people that was born on Christmas Day or too close to a national holiday, even New Year's, and people in your life are gearing up for a holiday gift-giving experience with you. This is my view on holiday gifts. Got it? Good. Let's begin. Now, actually, before we begin, I will say this. I'm I'm pretty good at gift-giving, just not holiday gifts Christmas gifts, not my forte, not my thing. Um, I'm good with birthday gifts. I'm good, good with just personal gifts. I, I'm good with showering my girlfriend with the gifts she needs all during the year. All right, I I, I love to spoil my girlfriend. Um, you know, something's wrong with the coffee maker. Maybe we'll uh, get some duct tape and fix it. No, 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 no. Let's toss it out, put it on the sidewalk for some hobo to collect. Uh, I'm going to take you to the store. We'll get you a new coffee maker. That's just me. I'm good at the gifts, all right? I've, I've had some gift victories in my life, but when it comes to Christmas gifts, which is generally the, the holiday I'm buying gifts for um, during the holidays, uh, holiday season, there's no Thanksgiving gifts, right? We haven't, why haven't we established, this is an aside, why haven't we established Thanksgiving gifts as also something that needs to happen? Unwrap the gift of Thanksgiving, which includes turkey, ham, and like a beard trimmer. Something I would want. Something I need right now is a good beard trimmer. Um, Both of mine in the shop, as it were. One of the reasons I'm bad at Christmas gifts. It used to be good, I think, but I, I worked... I worked in a mall for 17 years, two different locations, all right? And you would think, yeah, all right, holiday shopping in the mall's busy, but you know what? You're right there. Get off, get off work, slip into a Hot Topic, buy a gift. But the, the truth of the matter is, what I got to be honest about, you, you were, number one, so busy. Uh, you didn't have time to. Uh, you didn't think about it. Uh, so, and, then, and then you get off work, you just want to leave, right? If, if, if that's your work. You want to go. I don't know how many people say that work at Disneyland, get off a eight-hour shift of helping all of the rubes running around Disneyland and think, you know what I want to do? 
Take a couple spins around the Matterhorn. I don't know. Maybe you do. Let me know. Um, so I would want to get the hell out of Dodge. And later on, when I became big boss, the boss, the number one boss, I had a little more freedom. There is something called boss privilege. Some people might not like that or might not understand it. You've never been in that position then. Um, so, hey, maybe I uh, swing, swing into that hot, to- hot topic while I'm working, right? Two birds, one stone. I just never would do it. And then what would happen? Every year, inevitably, every year, suddenly on like December 17th or 18th, I look up on my calendar in my office and be like, holy, no- Christmas is like four or five days away. It's like a week away. And I haven't bought one gift for anybody. I'm horrible. I'm horrible. One year, I just went home, got home for like Christmas Day day after Christmas, which is actually the worst shopping day of the year, not Black Friday. Um, Black Friday has has the press, has the national event, but the day after Christmas, pretty ugly affair, I will tell you that. But I would I like take my family out, mom, dad, sister at the time, I think my nephew was there at the time, just be like, all right, pick something. That's whatever you want. I don't care what it is, and I'll get you lunch. Just pick something. This is all I had time for. It's not even Christmas. It's December 27th. You're getting your gift now, and you're getting your gift this way. Graceful? No. Thoughtful? No. But it happened, because it had to happen. So I have struggled. I've struggled with these gifts. Uh, I, I I, I wish I could say it was better. Not the case. So here we go. This is Christmas holiday gift tips for you. Just three of them. That's why the show's called Three Things. Duh. Number three, don't wrap the gift. That's right. You heard it here. You're going to spend all this extra time, all this extra money, and quite frankly, try to develop extra skills to to get this, to get a gift wrapped. I think it's about the presentation. Look, it was fun as a kid. All right, we're not talking for your kids. If you've got children or maybe a young niece and nephew and you want to buy them a gift and you want to wrap it, you have no qualms. I have no qualms with you. I guess it's a correct way to say it. I'll correct myself mid-sentence. But otherwise... Buying for your girlfriend, buying for your office mate, buying something for the the bus driver you like because you want to be nice to, buying something for the barista who you have a crush on or something like that and you want to be creepy by her gift, whatever. You don't need to wrap the gift. Who are you fooling? What are we doing here? Last year, I needed to wrap some gifts. I thought, I I need to do this. I need to go all in on the gifts. Here we go. So I went to one of those little gift stores, which are needed. It's a necessity. It's a good business to own, but it's not not creepy to go in these shops where generally, and I'm generalizing, I understand I'm generalizing, most of the time it is these wonderful, I'm saying wonderful, so don't attack me, but wonderful like little old ladies that work in these gift shops or or like 57-year-old women who own a lot of cats. That's all I'll say. I'm not casting aspersions. I'm not judging. I'm just stating facts. And you go in those gift shops. Don't shake your head at me out there. You know that's true. You go in these gift shops, and they're like, can I help you? And get wonderful people. 
But I'm like, I'm good. I'm, I'm here to buy wrapping paper. Now, if I, you know, she offered once I purchased the wrapping paper to wrap it for me. Should have taken her up on the offer. I should have taken that because that's a skill. Wrapping gifts is a skill. But guess what? I think a large percentage of people do not have this skill. So here I am. I buy what I thought was enough wrapping paper, right? In my head, I get one little roll. It's a long roll. But I look at it, I'm like, this is really thin. I think I got like five gifts I have to wrap. One of them is going to combine. So all right, maybe four gifts of different varying sizes. One was in a bigger box, some little boxes. So I'm like, okay, I need to... uh, need to get more. One roll isn't enough. Uh, so about two rolls and some bows. You do all the things, right? Ribbons and bows. Christmas ribbons and bows, but a different color scheme. All right, so I put that together. And then now the nice lady at the counter does offer, hey, do you want the service? Do you want me to wrap the gifts? Well, I don't have the gifts here. Well, come back. I don't have time to come back. Actually, take it back. I probably do it. I don't have the desire to come back. The offer is great. She's like, all right, we're here till like 9 o'clock. All right. Um, I appreciate the offer. I've got this. This can't be that hard. Oh, what a fool. What a fool was I. But what, more importantly, I go home, and I bring this, uh, these two rolls of wrapping paper out. I bring the gifts all out. I'm like, all right, I'm going to do this. I got all these gifts for all these people. I'm going to wrap these gifts like a human. I ended up wrapping the gifts. That's a whole other story. I might tell now. But before that, I, I wrapped all these gifts, and I didn't even get like a third of the way the first roll of paper. So right away, my wrapping skills don't even, don't even take into account how little of paper I needed. Um, so I was left at the end of the holiday season with this wrapping paper. I moved, I don't know where it is, probably ended up in some dumpster, wasted money. All right, not a lot, but I don't have money just to throw around. Yeah, I can buy an extra coffee maker every now and then, but I just can't be tossing money aside on gifts. And then the actual act of wrapping the paper, wrapping the gifts, I should say, took me an unearthly amount of time. It was an embarrassing amount of time. So then after I failed, the first, the first gift I wrapped looked like um, it had been wrapped by like a bird and a ferret. Like they had teamed up on, you want to try to wrap this? Sure, let's do it. And they, this is what they had come up with. It looked bad. It creases. The paper was kind of this purple metallic. So it kind of, if you creased it wrong, it almost looked like it was ripped um, part of the paper looked like a topographical map, just like bumps and valleys and peaks and all this stuff. Uh, so it was horrible. So I actually started to wrap the second one. I was like, you know what? We, we have the internet. This, this tool, this powerful tool we have in the palm of our hand that I love because you're listening to me now because of the internet. Um, but why don't I use this power for good ones? And I went on and I like looked up how to make, uh, how to wrap gifts. Um, I couldn't understand it because I am a dumb dumb, but I, I've got the basic principles and the second gift I wrapped much easier than the first, but I still was left with so much wrapping paper. So I, I put a lot of, so this is the point. I got a point. Quit shaking your head at me. I have a point. So I go through this effort. The cost, first of all, the cost of the gifts. Now I don't ever re- regret any money I put into gifts, but it costs money. 
And then I go travel. I go to the store. And I go get, uh, I sound like Larry David. I get a scissor. I get wrapping paper. I get a bow. I get an arrow. Uh, <laughs> I get a ribbon. And I uh, come home. Now I'd put on a movie, maybe poured a drink. Maybe that was a mistake. But it was an investment of an unfortunate amount of time to wrap this gift. So that's going on, you know. And then I, I proudly get the gifts over to the intended recipients. And what happens? They open these gifts. Yay, you got me a gift. Paper tossed aside. Let me get, oh, let me get a trash bag for that. And they put the paper in the trash. No pause, you know. No, no pause holding up the gift going, wow. This is an amazing effort. Ken, I know you probably had to struggle to make this work. I appreciate it. No, because wrapped gifts are pretty normal. So who would pause? I understand, but it still doesn't sit well with me. It still hurts. This lack of attention to what I, the effort I put into. So that's my number one thing. My number one tip. My number three tip, but my first on the list. You get, I've had some eggnog. Don't wrap the gifts. Why are you worried about it? Why are they worried about it? Is anyone worried? All right, you want to put a bow on it. All right, you got a breakfast maker. You got a like a panini press for your, uh, somebody. Here's the panini. The panini press already comes in a nice package. It's got nice pictures. It's got things to do. Press your sandwich. Make it hot. It'll put marks in it. The cheese will be too hot and it'll burn your lip. Yay! Panini press. It's yours. If you feel bad, get a bow. Bows are easy. Get a bow. Get some tape. Do the thing, weird thing where you like roll the tape over and like a ball so it can stick on both sides. You learned it in second grade, even though it's it's like witch magic. Um, and you just put it on there. Here, here's a bow on your box of your gift. Just the gifts are already there. Unless you're like reaching in and like handing somebody some like green beans and there's no bag. Why do you need to wrap things as gifts? The surprise, the surprise works just as much. You know what works? This is an underrated aspect of gift giving. The person who's receiving the gift should be standing in front of you. And then you get to say the words, hey, close your eyes. Don't peek. Put your hands out. And you reach behind. You know, maybe you have a hidden behind a couch and you put the gift in their hands. All right. Open. Boom. They open their eyes. That's just as effective as wrapping the gift. Just as effective as, as uh, hey, the panini press was in three rolls of paper and a ribbon with a card. Don't get me started on cards. I hate Christmas. I hate cards of any kind. Um, that's, that's the first on the list. Don't wrap the gift. Why are we doing this? Why is society keeping this tradition going? Surprise. No. Hold up your hands. Close your eyes. Open. That's the thing you need. That still gets, there's still some reaction. Wow, a panini press. All right, that's all you need. You're just looking for that reaction. You're just looking for the surprise uh, to, to, to be ended. The surprise is over. Yay, panini press. Yay, panini press. Let me throw this paper you spent $15 on away. All right, and don't, I know, uh, the, get, a, get the uh, gift bags. Get the nice gift bags, Ken. Go to the store and ask for a gift bag. And you put your gift, put your panini press in a gift bag. Then what? 
I've just given the person a trash bag. Because that's what all gift bags become. They become one of two things. A reused gift bag or a trash bag for the rest of the wrapping paper. So no, and gift bags generally are more expensive because this this gift bag has a smiling reindeer on it. Don't you want that, Ken? Get a gift bag with a smiling reindeer on it. He's got googly eyes. It doesn't add anything to the gift. I've just bought an expensive trash bag. So no, at most a bow, that's it. Open your, uh, put out your hands, close your eyes, open. That's all you need. Trust me. That's all you need. All right. Deep breath. Number two. Pick something that you secretly want. I I don't like this idea that, uh, uh, you know, gifts should be exclusively for the other person's uh, desires and needs. And uh, I understand that's part of it. All right. I don't go buy, uh, you know, a baseball bat for someone you know, uh, uh, who hates baseball. That's a weird example, I know. Just go with me on it. All right, I'm not going to buy that kind of stuff. But, you know, we're adults here now. You should set the tone. So it's like, you know, I'll say it. My girlfriend's birthday. Um, over uh, the, over the, uh, of the summer, I bought her, Bought her a sword, all right? Aragorn's sword. That's uh, a great gift. I mean, if I pat myself on the back, great gift. But I, I kind of secretly wanted one, you know? I just didn't have the guts to buy it for myself. But here's a good reason to buy it for someone, because it, it checks a lot of boxes on her interests, and it was something that was a surprise, something that she wouldn't expect, and it was, very, it was one of my more proud gift-giving moments. But in the back of my head, I'm like, oh, I want a sword too. So buy what you secretly want. Oh, I know that seems selfish. Oh, I, I really know that seems absolutely selfish. I get it. I get it. But isn't, uh, isn't it okay just to take a little moment for yourself? Now, there's something to be said about making a list, checking it twice and submitting it to your folks. Submitting it to your uh, partner, submitting it to your office, so then get your horrible white elephant gift. Oh, don't get me started on white elephant gifts. Just think about yourself a little bit when you're out there buying the gifts. And the reason I, the reason I say that, I know it sound, sound really bad here, is I think that's what we do anyways. Now, back in the day, when I'm talking about like, mid-90s and before, when the internet wasn't ruling the day, you had to go out and get gifts, right? You had to go seek gifts. That was a little different. You had to put a little more thought into it. But be honest with me. Be honest. If you're driving and you listen to this podcast while you're driving, pull over. Pull over and be honest with me. Look me in the eye and admit that every time you log on to the internet right now and be like, I need to buy a gift for Dan... I'm going to buy a gift for Dan. Uh, let me go look in here. What are Dan's interests? Within, within two minutes, you've forgotten about Dan, and you're just buying or searching for things that you want. So just combine them. All right, now, if your friend Dan 
I don't know, doesn't like pro wrestling, don't buy Dan uh, the, the WrestleMania DVD collection, all right? Even though you want it. I'm not talking about that. Find something for the kitchen. Find something for the kitchen. Because at one point, Dan might become tired of the, the panini press, and then maybe he'll sell it to you at a at cost. All right? Think about all those things. Think about how everything can come back to you, because that's the best thing about the holiday season is you. Right? Just be honest with yourself. Go through all your recent Amazon searches. I'm not talking about items purchased. Go through your recent searches. It's 99% you. All right. Push it to 98. Give them 2%. But think about yourself. Put yourself into their brains and think, would they want this painting of an X-Wing? Maybe. But I definitely want it. And I'm going to set the tone. That's what this is about, setting the tone. Because at some point, you're teaching them to buy gifts for you the way you want gifts to be purchased for you. That's what this is about. All right. It was a weird one, I know. Number one. This is my number one Hollywood and holiday gift-giving tips. It's a late night here in the Knapsack File Studios. Just go with me on this, all right? Number one, learn this. Know this. Believe this. A gift card is the ultimate expression of faith, trust, and freedom. There has emerged this narrative. It is a false narrative. There has emerged this narrative that giving a gift card to someone is lazy. That it doesn't uh, contain a lot of thought in it. But bull roar, I say to that, bull roar. I think the best gift cards you can give are those kind of generic ones. Maybe it's Amazon. Uh, Most people have or will shop on Amazon, all right? That's why they're so powerful. Powerful. So give, give one of those gift cards that's like $75 to Amazon. Use it on whatever. That's the ultimate. What you're saying to that person that is receiving that gift from you. You're saying, I love you so much that I'm literally handing over cash to you. It's essentially a cash purchase from myself to you. Do with that $75 as you wish. So what you're saying is, I'm not selfishly choosing something for you, something that I probably wanted anyways, because I listened to Ken Napsuk's tips on holiday gift guides. Uh, um, But um, what I'm saying is I fully trust in you. I fully trust in your own ability to choose the path that's best for you. A gift card is a path. Now, I understand not all gift cards can give you the ultimate freedom of just a, a Visa cash card. You can do that. Get, get, get one of them like pre, it's a prepaid debit card. 100 bucks. There was a time when I was very fortunate I would get a holiday bonus, something that just pretty much doesn't exist anymore in modern office culture. But there was a time I would get, get uh, a, a gift from, uh, get a bonus from my company, which was generous and nice, but from my client. Uh, on the property that I worked on, they would give me a uh, $500 tax-free 
Like Visa prepaid debit card. Just go, can go crazy. We don't care what it is. Drugs and hookers, fine. We don't need to know. Here's the cash, here's the receipt, here's the card. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, happy new year. See ya. Now that, that was great. That was the ultimate gift. Now, I understand. You might, uh, you might head to uh, El Pollo Loco and get a gift card just for that. You might head to uh, Yogurtland. You might head to Del Taco. You might head, maybe, if I'm lucky, to 7-Eleven for a gift card. That's a different kind of freedom, different kind of trust in me. You're narrowing it down a little bit, but maybe it's because of interest. You know, you should, that is the only time where you should really put the other person in front of you. All right? I, as you guys know, love 7-Eleven. I wouldn't buy just any old friend or family member a gift card to 7-Eleven. I'd buy JTE from Screen Junkies and Schmoes. No, it's 7-Eleven gift card because I know he appreciates it. That's where you really should put the other person's interests before yours. All right? I'm not going to waste a gift card. But if I give you one, know it's because I love you from the bottom of my heart. Know that it's because I care about you and want you and trust you and hope that you can make your own choices. It's like the end of Terminator 2. The future's no longer written, man. Here's a gift card. It's open road. It's open road. You want to use... Part of your $100 Best Buy gift card to buy Northern Exposure Season 2 on DVD, that's what you're going to do. And I am not here to tell you no. And no one should be here to tell you no. It's what I think is important. really think it's important. And I think what has happened with this narrative that has emerged is that if you're given a gift card, it's like some relative that doesn't care anymore. I got you a $33 gift card to Staples. All right. You say that person doesn't care. I say I'm now $33 richer, both in the pocketbook and in the heart. And I know that this person has said to me, Ken, I know you love office supplies. Buy what you will. I'm not inserting my desires into the situation. I'm not exerting and putting... My will. I'm not forcing my will upon you. You want office supplies? Here's $33 that you don't have to worry about. Go, go crazy, kid. That's an honor. That's love. And this holiday season, when the world really needs love, they really need our care and concern and compassion, giving a gift card is the way to go. That's it for now, everybody. Happy holidays. We'll see you. My broadcast schedule might be a little change over the next couple weeks as we go through the holidays, as I go through them and you go through them, or maybe you don't go through them. I don't care, but I'm going through them. 
So my broadcast schedule might be a little different. It might be the same. We'll see how it plays out. You know how that goes. I have got things cooking over on the Patreon page with new goals and rewards have been met. A new banner was uh, introduced. Thumbnails for the shows are on the way. That was one of my goals. And with a little downtime during the holidays, I will be recording uh, my Raiders of the Lost Ark commentary audio track that will be exclusive for Patreon supporters. That is a goal uh, because of a goal being met. Um, that is what was voted upon by my patrons is they want to hear my thoughts on Raiders of the Lost Ark. So we're going to do that, a full audio commentary. Uh, but I'm going to record that uh, during my little holiday break that's coming out. That's on the Patreon page if you choose to support. Patreon is going through this weird thing where they may be changing some of the terms. I uh, haven't fully read up on it. doesn't sound the best for the supporters. So uh, your support means even more to me right now. We're also on Facebook, The Knapsack Files, and my official fa- page on uh, Facebook. Find that. And don't forget to follow me on Twitter, at Ken Knapsack. This podcast can be found on a lot of locations. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, Podomatic, and Podomatic Mobile. It's out there. If it's uh, one of those things where you can like, uh, comment, and rate and review, hey, if you got a second, do that. Seriously, guys, I hope you get where I'm coming from. A little tongue-in-cheek, having a little fun with you, but at the same time, it's all true. We'll see you guys next time. That's the three things on the Knapsack Files podcast feed. <laughs>